listening to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined here by... Kieran And Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest magic news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey lads, how's it going? Oh, very good. good. It feels like it's been forever since I've seen you guys. Yeah, yeah. it is Wednesday. Yeah. My dudes. Oh, oh, my God. I <laughs> forgot. can't believe I forgot to post that meme on every WhatsApp group I'm in today. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do you it still have time. You still have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's still Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, we have, yeah, we have a bit of a late podcast this week due to life commitment things, but uh, we're, we're, getting, we're getting around to it. Um, as we all know, this podcast is our top priority each yeah, and every week. It is, yeah, yeah. Getting the word out to our lovely listeners. Um, <laughs> so we have a few things to talk about now in the um, post Ixalan release. Well, I suppose it still hasn't really released. But it's still the pre-release. Yeah, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking a little bit about Ixalan Limited. We're going to be talking about a uh, Wizards of the Coast survey that went out um, with some spicy information about uh, the future of card packs. And we're going to be talking about Standard going forward, our thoughts on the format. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to be doing our deck of the week. Cool. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Ixlan Limited? It sounds like some kind of, I don't know, like, big company. It does, actually, yeah. Ixlan Limited. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, what, let, let's get the small thing out of the way first, the, the survey. Mm-hmm. So this is a survey that went out, and somebody posted about it on Reddit. And it was basically a survey um, about magic products, and what would you pay if you got... A normal booster pack now with like 15 cards or whatever compared to a booster pack plus a code card for a digital product mm. um, and would you pay more for that etc etc yeah I hope people didn't say yes <laughs> <laughs> as do I yeah. so this, this was alluded to as well in the original uh, arena announcement mm. they said that they were considering tying digital things to physical yeah or you know rewarding you digitally for purchasing physical products so what do you think should they go full pokemon and just give us a pack with each i mean uh, that would be great and it would like ensure the success at launch definitely of of mtg arena uh but i they i don't know if we're gonna get that i think that might be a little too much to hope for okay to be honest um like i think tc like pokemon tcg online is like extremely cheap to play as far as I know because of this because just okay. so many packs are opened and so many players don't care about the online codes that they're just, the market is just absolutely flooded with them basically mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if that's the like if you can get all the cards that are playable in Pokemon online like with those codes I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure how it works I'm not sure either uh, but I feel like Wizards are going to want to sell more stuff <laughs> so I feel yeah. like I feel like it's going to be like, like you get a couple of cards like you might get like one of the like a like a Magic Online style treasure chest or something like that, which would still be good. That would still be yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Even if you got like a a smaller pack, yeah, which was like, yeah, like a treasure chest. It's like you have one of this selection of rares plus an uncommon and a common or something. Yeah, like that. that'd be great. Yeah. yeah, and like maybe if it was a way to get like foils easier or something like that, because yeah. like a lot of people would be really interested in that. That could be a way they could do it. Whatever. Or promo versions of cards. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. great. That would actually be excellent. And that's so easy to do online as well. Uh-huh. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do either of you guys think it'll be a full booster pack? I, I, if I, they do it. Yeah, I, I feel like I, 
very much would like to see them do it, but I think it's. I mean, I, I think if they did do it, if it was just you know one pack, one for one, the same price, yeah, they'll sell they'll they'll sell a, a lot of, a lot more packs than, than normal because I think anyone who's looking to get into TCG Arena or MGG Arena will just be buying packs. Yeah, uh, but I, you know, sometimes it's like you know when I started playing Magic, sometimes I walk by the shop, I go, oh, I have an impulse buy, I'll buy a pack and the way to work. Yeah, uh, and then like you stop doing that once you realize how the market works, so you can buy yeah, them basically yeah. yeah. online. But kind of something like this. Be something that might drive people to start buying packs in singles. You know, True, randomly adapt yeah, especially at the beginning of a format, you yeah. like where people are. That's when people are more likely into where when in franchise players are more likely to buy a box or whatever. Anyway, that'll make yeah. much more people yeah like likely to that's do that. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's good for stores as well because like with Pokemon, I know how it works. Is like the players who don't care about the codes will just like leave them behind on the table or whatever, and the oh, shop yeah, owners yeah. can just collect them up and resell them if they want. Yeah, for you know a euro a piece or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it definitely happens. I don't know if they're supposed to do that with Pokemon, but I presume it'll be fine with this yeah. magic stuff. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, so I think that would just be good for LGSs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it would be really shitty if they if they increase the price. Even if they increase the price to four fifty, then yeah. that means that anyone who plays Magic has no who has no interest in Arena. All of a sudden, their packs are more expensive. Yeah, they're yeah. subsidizing all the people who are playing yeah. Arena. Basically, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I don't. So I think the, the, this survey had like it had like you know. I can't remember the exact breakdown of, of choices, but it was like, here's a pack with the code, here's a pack without the code. Um, would you pay four ninety nine for this pack instead of four dollars or whatever? Mm. And I think this person in particular chose no four dollars, four dollars, four dollars for everything. <laughs> Please don't change it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's an interesting idea, certainly. Um, if you list, if anybody has listened to the the episode of Limited Resources where. Marshall interviewed Ryan Spain. Oh yeah, it was yeah. great. Um, yeah, it was very good. So he talked about them wanting to have um, cosmetic stuff in the game. Yeah. So like to me, that seems like where they should be charging their money. Yeah. Because yeah, people I mean, love cosmetic stuff in Magic. Like people in every game, their decks in every game, every yeah, single yeah. game. Yeah. And um, like people buy foils. People buy the you know judge foils. People buy custom um, tokens. Custom tokens. Yeah. They get their they get their cards altered. People absolutely love having their their Play own mass, specific way. Boxes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So so customizable. Um, so I think that's the best way to do it, and that then doesn't impact as much on the people who want to just play the game and get the value out of the game mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for just the game's sake, and they don't need to express themselves or whatever. But like we even saw already, there's little avatars featuring yeah. like the little raptor hatchling and stuff like that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I mean, they have those in Magic Online too. They do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they do buy them. Oh yeah, yeah, you also earn them. Actually, humble brag, I uh, I was rewarded a sandwich avatar for yeah. uh, being fairly moderate at Magic Online. I think it's, yeah, nice. it's like the lowest level. I think the prestige things to it. I, I'm not even sure these work. I think it's I've literally you, no understanding of Magic Online. Yeah, I, I think if you win like three leagues, it's a very low number. It's like uh, you get a silver one. Uh, okay, and it's like I think it's like the gold bonus is like a gold one, or, or no, the, the, it's it's uncommon, rare, mythic. So uh, it's yeah, yeah, uncommon uh, looking. Uh, avatar for playing moderately well. You get a gold one for playing very well. It's like if you're playing against someone with a gold one, you're like, uh oh, are they really, yeah, really good? Or did they good. Or did they just buy it? Oh, you <laughs> they just buy it. it. I don't think so. I, I think it. you can try them, yeah, because Momer Vig is, is just uh, an avatar. An yeah. avatar, isn't it, as well? Or is that different? I think that might be different. That's for a Vanguard. Oh, That's yeah. a Vanguard one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Vanguard, yeah. yeah, but I do remember when Battle for Zendikar was in pre release on Magic Online. You were supposed to get a Gideon avatar when you uh, when you joined <laughs> a sealed event, but you, you actually got the card. Getting an ally of Zendikar. Oh, 
So I just joined like three events and then dropped and got like three copies of Gideon. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. That's uh, that's some good value. Yeah. Pretty sweet. <laughs> and then I think I traded them and lost all my money on drafts straight away. So <laughs> it's all the same to Wizards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I got, I have a Chandra Fire of Kaladesh. Ooh. Nice. From Magic Origins pre-release or something. Oh yeah. That's the best I've done. Nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully there'll be a bit more pizzazz in the Magic Arena ones. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd happily pay like a fiver for a Gurmag Angler as my... Uh, but like, yeah. we know <laughs> we know for a fact that they're doing card backs. I don't know, well... Ooh, are they? Yes, they're definitely okay. doing card backs. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah. If you've seen, there's a, like a promo video for Arena on, um, on the Wizards YouTube. Okay. And mm. it shows like all the designers doing computery work at their computers. And you see one guy designing lots of different card backs. Not cool. They're not as um, different as Hearthstone card backs, mm. yeah. but they are recognizably different from a Magic okay. card pack. Like, That's cool. So, like, obviously, in a digital game, your cards don't need don't need to all be the same. No. Yeah. So, or the, the back of the card doesn't need to be uh, consistent. Yeah, the, yeah. From set to set, you can just change yeah, yeah. whatever it is, whatever you want. So, that is a a nice bonus. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't think they will raise the price, is my thinking. I think they were basically just running the survey as a way to figure out if they could get away with raising the price. If yeah. I feel like they're going to do the code thing, and they just wanted to know if people would react neg- negatively to them marking the yeah. book boosters up. But like prices need, need to go up at some point, don't they? Like inflation and things. I mean, they're selling bits of paper. Like, yeah, yeah, I suppose it's fairly. Yeah. Yeah, the value is not really. This was a. Yeah. It's kind of implied. And a payout yeah. for Pro Tour has stayed the same for years. You know, that's true, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it was there some believe in inflation. Yeah, yeah that's true, yeah. yeah. Um, they are making a big deal out of this $1 million prize bill for, what is it, for the 25th anniversary of Magic. Oh, yeah. I think it's pretty acro- cool, across yeah. all the things next year, I think they have a $1 million prize oh. bill, or is it? That's not much over the course of a year, though. No, it's not. I mean, obviously, no, sorry, it's for the one million dollar prize wheel is over the one weekend. Ah, right. right, right of yeah. I think the world championship plus they're having some other special event. Yeah, I mean, that it, weekend. Yeah, it's. I mean, that is really cool. It's like I think I'm just unimpressed by all this because, like, once you've watched Dota for a few years and then like the international has like a twelve million dollar prize pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but uh, obviously, yeah. But that is shared yeah. between a lot more people, though. Not really. Well, it's, bit, it's like, what's the team size? Like six? Four, five, five? five people on a team and first place got like seven million. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, at one point we were like, oh, it'd be great. wouldn't it be great if like Magic had like holograms that fought like in Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. And we were watching, what was the Dota thing we were watching? Uh, the recent Dota um, the international, the international, yeah. yeah and then yeah, when, yeah. They're, when they're drafting the heroes, it was the holograms. And oh shit. yeah, you get the holograms and stuff. It's Wait, so what? Sweet. They have yeah. holograms the on heroes. the stage. Yeah, yeah. What? And they're all like yeah. posing and shit. Like, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, during <laughs> the draft. I didn't notice. Yeah, it's seriously. Oh, gee, that is amazing. I didn't think the technology existed. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they can make, um, who do they make with holograms? Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. If they, can oh, make, yeah. If they make, if they can make Tupac with holograms, then they can make Dota heroes. That's true. I will point out none of these things are technically holograms. They're all, uh, what do they call them? The old magician's trick? It's like uh, literal smoke and mirrors. No. Uh, Illusion? No, there's a word for it. I can't remember what it okay, is. Yeah, but okay. anyway, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go into our uh, impressions of the Ixalan limited format. Yeah, let's. Okay. I, I'm going to kind of leave this to you guys because I, I didn't play it that much. I just played the pre-release. So. Okay. 
Yeah, I've drafted the set a couple of times, three and a half times now, I guess, because I haven't finished my latest draft. <laughs> You're in the middle of pack two. Yeah, yeah well, I drafted, I haven't played the game. Those players are still waiting to this day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... on um, for a player to make a pick. It seems like on Twitter, people are, are not very into this format, yeah. uh, is yeah. kind of the early impression. Like, I think, was it uh, Martin Yuza, Al, you yeah, yeah. That was kind of the first tweet that we saw where he was... Mm-hmm. Deeply unimpressed. He said yeah. it's, he called it the worst limited format of all time, st- straight out the door. God. And someone asked him if he thinks it's worse than Avacyn Restore, and he was like, yes, definitely oh my worse. God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was on the replies to his tweet where a whole lot of people agreeing like that. Yeah, like, pretty wow. much everyone agreeing, or like people who didn't have an opinion yet asking, mm. like, are you for real? And he was yeah. like, yes, I'm for real. And then uh, <laughs> I've seen other people basically tweeting the same thing since. Uh, I haven't really enjoyed my drafts of it very much. Uh, I've been doing okay. I've gone two one in each each draft I've done, but the format just seems very boring. One of the things Martin Yuzu was complaining about was that there just aren't enough playables. That like mm. it feels like after your first couple of picks, you're just you're be- like below filler range already, basically. Mm, like, and yeah. that's true. I found myself taking like when I'm in green in pack one, uh, I like get to like pick five or six, and I'm taking like canopy crush already, which uh, is like the. What the hell is that? It's the three mana destroy a flyer or an enchantment. Yeah. Oh god! You know, That's like I'm just like I guess I'll just take a sideboard card here because yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, nothing yeah. in the pack. Wow! Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes like it's been at the end of a draft. I mean, and because like I would admit that I've been doing terribly in draft, so that's probably why I haven't been enjoying it. Uh, but I've been like. I'd be drafting and I, I kind of like end up with a, with a terrible deck and then I'd be struggling to find labels in like the deck building mode. Mm. Yeah. So I, I, I ended up, I main boarded Spell Pierce. It's literally because I had to make up 23 spells. Like, yeah. And uh, I, I had, I was like, oh, it's Spell Pierce. This will be fine. Uh, I, I mean, it, well, obviously it won't be fine, but like, you know, it, it, it'll as long something. as it's not in my opening hand, it'll be okay. Mm. Uh, and then it was in my opening hand when I rolled the six. It's like, all right, we're keeping this. <laughs> then I was like, you know, as long, at this point, I'm like, if I can just trade this for a spell like any spell I'll be happy just to take a card off them. <laughs> so I, I turned one they, uh, I was on the draw they played a land I played an island they went to play like the two mana uh, ramp artifacts I was like ah spell pierce <laughs> <laughs> they were probably so, like my opponent was so bad yeah, yeah. like I'm going to win this game and then they still ended up winning oh, okay. um, <laughs> so yeah confirmed yeah, yeah. and I, that was the first time where I'd been like alright three times yeah. <laughs> yeah so like my impressions I don't really have a strong Indication of what decks are best yet. I feel like uh, Red Green Dinosaurs is very solid and you don't really need any rares to make it work, which mm-hmm. is nice. Or like, you kind of do need uncommons. I feel like for all the archetypes, you need uncommons. And like, the packs are so shallow, it feels like at first anyway that like you're best off just like taking the first good like archetype card in your first or second pack and mm-hmm. then just like trying to go into it as hard as possible and, okay. and, and just cut the rest like, of the table. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is something I'm comfortable doing, and like, mm. like I'm kind of strange in that I really liked uh, Triple Battle for Zendikar, which most people hated that format, and that was mm-hmm. the same type of format where you had to just like go into something really hard at the start and just hope it worked out. Mm-hmm. Which I get a kind of sick pleasure from that. I don't really know yeah. why. <laughs> Obviously, there's very little skill in it, but it's fun when it works out. Yeah. Uh, so Red Green Dinos, I feel like is like that. You can do that. Um, I feel like the Vampires deck is quite good, just on the basis that the What's it called? The Conquistador? Um, the one drop? The one drop. Vicious Conquistador. Vicious Conquistador. Yeah, yeah the one two that uh, you lose life whenever it attacks. I feel like that card is really strong. Mm. Uh, and the white flyer that you can pay a white to pump a vampire for plus one, plus one and tap it. It's like Duskbringer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dusk, glorifier of Dusk. Yeah. Like, Something like that. Those cards are really just, just really, really strong aggro cards. And um, I feel like you can probably like just 
get a, get a nice deck mm-hmm. together based off that. That that has really good uh, high end cards as well. Like the the one that it's like um, the make your own Sarah Angel. No, that one's good as well. Yeah. But I'm I'm thinking of the one that's like uh, when it enters the battlefield, drain for each vampire. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. like um, it's like uh, Grey Merchant of Asphodel from Theros. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, or what's the other card? The Anointed Deacon. I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You, you, yeah, blew me out with. Yeah, yeah. I, I played. I played Black White Vampires. That's pretty decent. Actually, a lot of people were playing that. Yeah, I, I think I played against out of five rounds. I played against three of them were against other Black White Vampires decks. Like, so this is the one that's a five drop, I believe, and it's a, it's a five drop, three three. And at the beginning of combat, you may give a vampire plus two plus zero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I was playing that with like a there's a two drop flyer that's a one three. Yeah, um, another I think there's another there's a three drop flyer, a three drop mm-hmm. flyer that's a two two. So it'll just uh-huh. be a pumping them, just get in every turn. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's really it's really sweet. It's really nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, I haven't played the vampires deck so far, but I've I've drafted dinosaurs every single time, not because I'm forcing it, just because that's where. Well, I mean, I'm forcing it after I take my first pick dinosaur, but like the <laughs> best card in my pack has just been a it's dinosaur. Dinosaur, yeah, in the green. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, or white. Uh, my current deck is, is green-white. But I feel like you have to be green um, because of Pounce and Savage Stomp, mm, yeah. basically. I feel like there's... Pounce like, is really good. Yeah, Pounce is excellent, like with all the enraged triggers and stuff like that. And like even without that, all your creatures are usually big enough to survive the fight. Savage Stomp is just absolutely absurd. Magic <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. <laughs> even even for full price, it's, it's very yeah. good. Yeah, so for those who don't know, it's two and a white for a sorcery. Two and a green. Uh, green. Sorry, sorry, two and a green for a sorcery. I just said it was important to be in green. <laughs> uh, and it costs two less if you target a dinosaur. And it says put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control, then it fights uh, creature and opponent controls. Yeah, so it's it's pretty much exactly Hunt the Week, except one mana cheaper at all times and three mana cheaper if you have a dinosaur. Yeah, it's but it's crazy. It's yeah. really crazy. Yeah. Um so yeah, red white I'm not not particularly interested in, which is like that seems to be the quote unquote aggro variant of dinosaurs, but like mm-hmm. I don't understand why you're in dinosaurs if you wanna be doing that. Yeah. Like, it seems like if you want to be red-white aggro, you're probably just not going to have that many dinosaurs in your deck, apart from the 2-2 two, two Menace Flyer. Probably yeah. have more, like, vampires and the humans aggressive pirates. And, yeah, 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 so... Well, you do have, um, you know, you do have the red-white 2-drop... Um, uh, yeah, the Menace Flyer. Yeah, yeah the Menace yeah. Flyer, the dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, like, that card is good, and but it's just generically good in an aggro deck. It doesn't really need any dinosaur stuff going on to make uh-huh. it good. Like, you just need to be aggressive. And you also have the um, the territorial... Hammer Skull, I think it's called. Is it the three mana, two, three, or is it four mana? The one that when it attacks, you can tap. Creature oh, yeah, that guy is quite good. Yeah, 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 yeah. four mana, I think. Yeah, be four mana, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like the form, and I haven't played Pirates yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, pl- I played against Blue Black Pirates, which I got crushed by because they had two copies of. Uh, I keep forgetting the name of this card. The stupid broken card that taps all your creatures for four mana. <laughs> Tempest Call. Tempest yeah. Call. So it's a two three, or is it a three three? I think it's no, a two, two three. three. It's, it's a two three, three for four. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, it taps all your creatures, and yeah. you lose the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, like Magic Chasm. Yeah. yeah. It's like all your creatures can't block this turn. You're dead. Yeah, it's ridiculous that card. It's an, I don't know why it's an uncommon. To be honest, yeah. uh, like. I, I lost to it in game one against an opponent at Magic Online, and then in the next game, I was like, okay, I'm going to play so I can beat it. He played it. I was played around it enough that I was, uh, like, you know, had left up removal or something that I was able to beat it. Yeah. And then the next turn, he just played a second one, and I was oh. like, all right. 
<laughs> Great. Enjoy. Enjoy your win. Yeah, that card, that card I've seen going a little bit too late as well, but people are going to cotton on to that as being yeah. incredibly good. Yeah, because blue seems quite aggressive in this set, right? Yeah. I think it's kind of the only thing you can do with blue is be aggressive in this set. Yeah, yeah they've, they've kind of put a lot of like blue aggressive cards in the last few sets, I think. Like for, like last set, they had like Spellweaver Eternal, the 2-1 yeah. prowess, yeah, which yeah, was like yeah. one or two or whatever it was. I guess they're trying to shake it up. You don't want the the you know the color to play the, exactly the same every single every, format. Yeah, every time. Um, I think since they since they made prowess, that's a lot better for yeah, making yeah. aggressive blue decks. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and like explore cards, I guess in general. Speaking of, I love explore yeah, blue and green and stuff. Feels so great. good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're really good on low drops, and it's medium to bad on like four and five drops. Yeah, right, like I the think. haste guy. I don't like. Yeah, so he's a 2-2 Explorer haste for 4. Yeah. yeah. Like, that card, I think, is just bad. Like, you have have less than a 50-50... Oh, no, you have have a 60-40 shot of getting a 3-3 haste for 4. Yeah, scry 1. Yeah. Or, like, you get to draw a land, which in an aggro deck, which you're presumably playing, you don't need once you already have 4 lands. Yeah. Yeah. And you get a 2-2 haste, like that. Well, at least you're taking a land out of your deck, but... Sure, yeah. yeah, It's not really that important. Yeah. Like... I just don't think that's good. There's the the menace guy in black. It's kind of the same thing. There's a lifelink guy, right? Yeah, he's okay. He's like a six drop, six drop. Three, yeah, three, he's a three three. three, three yeah. That yeah, three, four, yeah. four four, right? Four, yeah, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so that is pretty good. That one's okay. Yeah, like, I mean the. I think that's probably is... the only good or yeah. decent expensive explorer guy. Yeah, but the the merfolk that's like a two mana two one explorer. Yeah, and there's yeah. another one that's a three mana two two. Mm-hmm. Those are both great. Um, uh, there's a two mana O three, which I've been playing in every oh yeah, every like big green deck. Just yeah. it's like you're exactly the two drop you want in like, like in a big dinosaur deck. Exactly, diviner. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, that card's unreal. Um, and there's also um, yeah. a white one. There's two two and a white for a two one with first strike explore. It's quite good. That's yeah, that good. one is quite good as well. Yeah, and like holds off a lot of stuff on the ground for a while while you're casting your massive dinosaurs. If yeah, that, if that's it does. Yeah, well, it, it does. It's a three two. It's yeah, when, if, yeah, like if it's a three two, then it holds stuff off yeah. for a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know the format. Just uh, the games haven't been very interesting to me. I guess is the main thing. Okay. Like uh, apart from the draft, like it being shallow or whatever, feels like both players just play at their cards, and you see who has a better board, and then that player wins. Right. Uh, because mm-hmm. like the removal, apart from Skullduggery in black, is very expensive. Skullduggery is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Skullduggery is great. I guess. That that's one of the skill testing cards in the format. It's mm-hmm. one of the one of the things you're gonna have to know to play around. It's a it's a black mana for an instant that says target creature gets plus one plus one and another target creature gets minus one minus one. Yeah, so, so you can just, use it to win two combats basically. Yeah, or just yeah. like win a combat and pick off a one toughness guy yeah. or yeah. yeah, loads of different stuff. Yeah, that that card's very good. Or like even like there might be situations where they, you know, wanna trigger and rage on one of their guys and you can finish it off after they ping it for one, stuff like, like that. that yeah. yeah, that card's very good. But, like, even the playable removal, like the five-mana red card that's four damage to anything, like, that's yeah. that's instant. Like, that's not the worst rate in, that we've seen in the world. Like, there no. are probably formats where that would be a sorcery, at least. Yeah. Uh, There's also like, Vanquish the Weak. Yeah, Vanquish mm. the Weak is, is quite good. And like, But, again, like... Also in white, like, the pacifism, Ixalan's Banding, like, four... Oh, there, there's four another pacifism, though. There's that Pious Interdiction. Oh, Sorry, that's the, the that's the one I meant. That's the one I meant. What's the Ixalan's Binding? Ixalan's Binding is oh, they can't play exile them. They can't cast creatures or spells with the chosen 
Yeah, yeah, I mean that's pretty irrelevant. To yeah, be honest. That's, that's but yeah, but again, like, uh, yeah, the four mana on Pious Interdiction, it just feels no, it's three mana. I think is it? Yeah, pretty sure it's two and a white. Thought it was four. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like the removal's not great. Just like, uh-huh. uh, I don't know. I just haven't had any interesting moments in these games, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Both players have just played out their cards and attacked when it seemed appropriate to attack, yeah. and those were the magic games. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the magic in its purest form, right? Yeah, no. Magic in the purest form is uh, is drafting uh, unglued with a bag of hands for money. <laughs> <laughs> for money, money drafting. Yeah. Everyone draws tenor in. You ever do this? We're not, we're not allowed to talk about it. No, I don't think that's a that's a yeah, officially sanctioned no, format. That doesn't exist in, in yeah. the depths undergrounds of Dublin. You, yeah. you buy money What's the definition of a bag of cans in the comprehensive rules that are in the, or in the, in the, tournament, the tournament rules? Is it four cans, six cans? Yeah, I think it has to be more than four. What yeah. type of Bag? Are we talking? Are we talking yeah. paper, plastic, Tesco, plastic bag, plastic? Okay, yeah, yeah. handles necessary. Yeah, because yeah. you know you have to carry it all the way across. Sure, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All the way down the canal. Is it like a, a bag for life type of bag, or is it like a corner shop type of bag? I feel like it's just a yeah, run of the mill plastic bag. Okay, yeah. yeah. We're talking about cans of Coca Cola here, obviously. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll keep playing the format like nationals yeah. and store, or not store champs because that, that's not this format. But nationals is coming up, so I want to be practicing that is this the format. format. Is, oh, is it? I thought it was two. Two, oh, there's two, two drafts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess i got to practice this format a lot. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, we're, we're all going to be playing this format a lot over the next few weeks. Yeah. yeah um, uh, I, I don't know. It doesn't say... Like, I have to say, like, I don't really get what people mean when they say this is a bad format or a good, form, good format, to be honest. Because, like, I kind of understand when people say that it's like, it's like a really fast format and I don't like that. Mm, like, yeah, I don't yeah, get, yeah. Or, like original Zendikar or let's say it's a really slow format and I don't really like that but I don't really get it with this particular format I mean I haven't played a lot of it but like mm. what I did play of it I really enjoyed like explore cards I don't know I had, I had a good time <laughs> yeah like explore explore is kind of fine it's fun as a mechanic again though it's not really an interactive mechanic it's like you just true get to make the best decision for whatever you have at the time and that's what you do true yeah. you know like there's no real strategic element to it yeah um i think as well just the fact that it's a tribal set kind of forces you down a more linear path true which like because one of the things people want from a draft set is like more options to be able to like draft different ways and like recognize when like a certain strategy is is open and like Mm -hmm. go for it and maybe discover new things that's not really going to happen when like half the cards in your deck want you to have a bunch of dinosaurs you're just gonna have to take all the dinosaurs you see Mm. you know yeah i I, I was doing a draft i got punished pretty heavily when i was i think i was starting off going black white and then i realized oh blue seems really really open so i moved into i ended up moving into blue green and then uh by the time by the time i finished the draft i was like oh god i definitely should have just stuck with what i had first even though this sort of opened up uh, you're still struggling for playables, and I think when, yeah. maybe that's just a symptom of it being early in the draft because you know when, when you when you're not entirely sure which cards are are insane or not, um, you know it's, it's hard to realize what signals you're sending or what signals are being sent to you. Like I feel like I'm really obvious. Like I feel like I'm better at that than the average player is in in the early days of a format. Like I like what's the three mana three damage raid does six damage red burns fire. Oh, that's yeah. Blast. Is that what's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So like that. Like we, the first draft I did or the second draft I did, that like wheeled from my opening pack. What? Yeah. what? Holy yeah. crap! That and, I, and I was just like, okay, people don't know how to draft. They're yeah. always, <laughs> that, like, that is they're, unusual. That's <laughs> but like, 
but I was still not seeing other good cards come around the table. Right. So okay. the packs are definitely just shallow, I think. Because like okay. if that wheeled the whole table, like I should have been seeing other ridiculous cards come around as well. well like, and I just yeah. didn't see anything That's good. Well, like when, the, when the whole format is full of shallow card, shallow packs and, and, and unplayable, unplayable in inverted commas cards, doesn't everybody, like, isn't that just the new normal? Yeah, but, I mean? it, but it doesn't feel good to have to just put a bunch of unplayables or like 19 lands in your deck. But, you know, like sometimes like you will have to do that probably yeah, sometimes yeah. in this format like if Val says if you switch colours or something like that if you realise you're being cut and you just don't have enough playables you're going to have to play yeah. 18, 19 yeah, lands in a mid-range deck a terrible three colour deck main yeah. spell pierce yeah, yeah, exactly. there are no yeah. mana fixing yeah. yeah I tried to I was thinking about doing that in the first draft I was like can I just be full Naya Dinosaurs Could it be, mm-hmm. it'd be so sweet to have all the three colours of mana guys many, you definitely can't you how need, many communes did you have? Uh, zero zero yeah well, I definitely wouldn't play that in a three-color deck anyway, I don't think. Can you have dinosaurs? Well, it gets, it gets you a land. If you have a green source, it gets you a land. If yeah. you have a three-color deck, you're not very likely to have a green source. So you can't rely on it like you can in a two-color deck, right? You could, like, main... Well, would you be maining green? Like yeah, like, yeah, green would be your central color. Well, I don't think so, though. Like, the way these dinosaur things split, like, I think you would... Like, if you were trying to make a dinosaurs deck, you would probably be, like... Playing all three colors quite quite evenly, evenly I think six six six. Mm. Yeah, because like because <laughs> like the red removal is double red common and like yeah. you know that's true. Mm. It makes it really hard. I don't think it's really possible to play three colored decks in this format. Um, maybe there's like a Grixis control deck or something like that, but I don't really think so. Maybe tre- treasure chests make it possible uh, as well. Yeah. yeah, and New Horizons as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, played that many times so far without even putting a counter on a thing and been very happy. Yes, yeah, yeah, fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully I like the format a little bit more going forward. I'm definitely going to keep playing it. So. Oh, I, I need to get my reps in with the format. I haven't, haven't uh, played with it very much yet. So mm. yeah. Okay, um, we'll give more updates going forward on our thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll definitely have a lot to share in the coming weeks because we're going to be practicing like mad for, we as we yeah. said, Nationals and the Store Championship, so... Um, what about standard? How do we feel about standard? Uh, I'm unsure. I've I've been jamming some games online, mm-hmm. uh, some leagues, and I played mono red because I thought it was going to be a safe choice to just mm-hmm. like figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting like beaten to death by Teamer <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So I, yeah, I played Team Morgan. I'm, I am beating people to death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think it's very. I, I'm playing. I, I'm playing the black variant of Teamer, and I feel like I haven't settled on like the right configuration yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, like, even though the proportions, proportions of spells mm-hmm. is very, it's always tempting to bring in black. Spells. Like you're obviously you're splashing black for the Scarab God. It's, it's tempting to bring in black for um, either uh, Hour of Glory or even uh, I'll be main born in Doomfall with some success. But kind of like when you're when you're doing that, you're also changing your mana base, and maybe you're if you're going if you're bringing in that with that many more black spells, maybe you're going down in red or going down in in other colors. So. It, mm-hmm. I think it's still something that yeah we're still, still trying to hammer out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know it's like a complete list online, but obviously if you have a few lists online, it's making it more difficult. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what's up with the format. Like the decks I've seen online have been like uh, lots of different variations of Teamer. Uh, probably mono red second most after that, and blue white approach after that. Mm-hmm. Haven't haven't seen any of the other variants personally of approach um, apart from just straight blue white. But uh, it seems quite good, actually, blue-white in this format. Uh, it's very good. They have Regal Caracal after board, obviously, against the red deck, and it's really, really good. Really well. Yeah, yeah. Gideon of the Trials, too. Um, and then after that, I've seen some, like, Sultai energy decks uh, that are just playing 
kind of more mid-rangey stuff. I've seen a couple of kind of reanimator combo decks, like like Gifts of the God Pharaoh, but also like uh, Liliana's Death's Majesty decks and stuff. Those ones mm-hmm. don't seem to be doing that well. No. To be honest, it seems like all about Teamer to me at the moment. Yeah, Teamer's just so robust. Yeah. yeah. It's like so hard to attack it from any particular angle. So like I've played a lot, a lot, a lot of New Standard. I've just mm. been constantly jamming it every single day on X-Mage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, am I? Yeah, I think so. It's fine for. We just don't own this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do money drafts <laughs> underground with cards. We play X-Mage. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've played a lot of it and I've played a lot of different decks as well. And I've probably had the most consistent success with Mono Red, but um, I've kind of gone back to Teamer now a little bit, and that's also really, really good. Any other brews that I've tried have just been like, okay, this is good for a few minutes, and then I, I run up against like one of the big decks, and I was just like, oh, I can't beat this. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I kind of, I'm pretty down on Mono Red, to be honest, after playing three leagues with it, four leagues mm-hmm. with it. Um, See, for me, the advantage yeah. of Mono Red is just that. If you're playing in a tournament and somebody stumbles against you, you're just going to win the game. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's true with Teamer as well, though. True, yeah. Like, long toss Cub can snowball. Snowball you win, that's true. Yeah. yeah, or like even just a turn four Chandra if they can't deal with it straight away. True. Or like yeah, a Hydra. True. Like, there's so many cards you have to deal with. Yeah, and because of the, the colors that Teamer has access to, it has a kind of... It's it's pretty safe, or it's certainly safer against, like... Like you said, blue-white, because it has like things like Negate, Spell Pierce, Afterboard, if it wants. Yeah, Spell Pierce is such a nice upgrade for Teamer, actually, from Dispel, yeah. I think. I think it's just straight-up better in the deck. Like, you can counter Planeswalkers uh, and approach the second song. Yeah. Like, those, or those even, are the or even things like, on turn 5, like, wait until turn 5 to play your Bristling, Bristling Hydra if you don't have enough energy. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then they go to, like, kill it in response to the energy trigger, and you're like, well, Spell Pierce. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it. it's protected because yes. you have your energy. And then it's there for good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Pris- the, spell, the, the spell would do the same thing there, though. Yeah, no, no, but we yeah. don't have the spell. <laughs> oh, yeah, jeez, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was th- even thinking of just playing it over. I forgot it was just not yeah. in the format. Yeah, yeah. it's gone. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think you would just be playing Spell Pierce anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. the added advantage of sorcery against sorcerers yeah. and planeswalkers. Yeah. yeah. And even artifacts. Yeah. And stuff like, and like Fumigate is something that they're going to tap out to play. Yeah. Or, or almost have to play with you. We yeah. almost always get with spell pierce. So like what what do you guys think of the dinosaur deck? So like me and Al we we, we did a little mm. testing session where we proxied up a dinosaur deck and played it against uh, mono red a little bit yeah. and also played it against a, a red black control brew of mine, which mm-hmm. turned out not to be very good against mono red, so mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> not viable. Yeah, it's good against the dino deck. Yeah, yeah. control doesn't seem like it's generally gonna be good. Yeah, so my my grand plan was live fast and die young and it worked out okay against the dino deck, but any deck that puts you under pressure live fast not, yeah. not where you want to be yeah like see me tap see me tap three mana like a sorcery speed to draw yeah. cards it yeah. feels so good and lose against like a team or a guy yeah. great like a bladed some contested now or, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and not having access to counter spells leaves you in a very weird position sometimes with that deck as well mm. so yeah anyway um, so we played against we played the dinos versus mono red matchup a couple of yeah. times didn't we yeah and I think mono red won oh, mono red yeah mono red basically won a lot. All, did you play vehicles Cadillacs versus dinosaurs <laughs> I thought it was Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. I thought the Cadillacs and Dinosaurs were meats. Not anymore. Not since rotation. Oh my god. Uh, oh, Vehicles actually still seems pretty good. I've played that against that a couple of times as well. Yeah. Uh, there seems to be more that in the competitive leagues than in the friendly leagues from what I've seen. Yeah. And uh, that deck seems quite good. I, th- I was like 
paralyzed by fear for two games by like them playing Avison and I was playing around it. <laughs> oh, <that's hilarious. laughs> yeah, uh, I don't like, think. Nope. Yeah, that might be an amazing choice to bring to nationals just because people won't remember people that Avison like, yeah. in the format. Avison, George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like yeah. to I would like the oracle text for Abson, Archangel Abson please <laughs> does, does the set like, symbol that's what <laughs> um, yeah I, I played against a, a deck just there actually which was like red black vehicles with like um, what's the card called bone picker oh yeah 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 um, seemed, seemed good like consistent yeah using yeah, Inventor's Apprentice and obviously a lot of artifact had hard, hard Kieran Scrappy Scrounger Aethersphere Harvester um, obviously the investigate stuff is gone so you don't have as much pull towards white you, you still have Toolcraft Exemplar which is you know the, part, the best veteran motorist as well sure yeah so I, I think there's two different kinds of of vehicles deck there there's a there's a black red one and there's a the red white one yeah like the version I played against was just like red white with Scrap Heap Scrounger and Fatal Push I think okay, basically sure. and probably unlicensed I didn't see any unlicensed though okay um, but I think definitely veteran motorist crewing up Aethersphere Harvester, just, like, getting that one swing in for four lifelink is, like, going to, like, close yeah. out the game against Monored a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's, like, a really, really big pull to mm-hmm. play uh, red-white. What are the check lands that you can use in Mardu? Just Dragon Skull Summit, right? Mm, yeah. So you can use Concealed yeah. Courtyard, Inspiring Vantage, yeah. Dragon, yeah, yeah. Dragon Skull Summit, Canyon Slough. Yeah. I mean, that's a spire of industry. Pretty great. Yeah, and Aether Hope as well. And Aether Hope if you want. Well, yeah. if you're using the, all the fast lands, you probably don't want all the check lands or the or the cycle lands, right? Mm, you can probably still play Because the, the right. check lands don't check the fast lands. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is a problem. Um, so that's why you might want to choose two colors over over three. But yeah, yeah you, can you can still just use the same mana base that Team was using before. If you want to play uh, all three colors. Mardu. Mardu. Sorry. Yeah. Mardu. Yeah. 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 Team or vehicles is an idea. Let's <laughs> yeah. get into that. <laughs> what, what, what good uh, crewing creatures do we have in green? Rogue Refiner. Ro- oh, oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's yeah. great. Three power for oh. hard gear. And yeah, there's, no there's, there's green a one. belt rampager. Yeah. yeah. There's a, that's there's, a good one. There's a yeah. crew with the bounce on the stack. Yeah. What's a one mana tree tree that ramps your opponent? Uh, old, old growth dryads. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's pretty nice. I think we're on to a new meta. Uh, yeah, you get full access to harness lightning. Go, go ham with oh, the. Oh yeah, that's great. Actually. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, vehicles I still think is good. That was yeah. my point. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that. So there's some configuration mm-hmm. out there of vehicles. Maybe maybe multiple. That yeah. is that is still good. Yeah, and I think um, Heart of Kieran is a card that people forget about and then comes back and wrecks everybody because it's a four four vigilance flyer. Um, we play test a lot of mono red versus teamer. Mm-hmm. Um, so in our games uh, where we, we tested we did like six games seven games but we had red on the play and um, red won two out of the three games and the middle game that I lost we that wasn't like a multi-six yeah. you played three games or three matches uh, three games of each so like three games at red on the play and three games at team oh right, right like right. it's not a significant yeah yeah but it's just like a, ma- a match of each. Basically, yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Two matches, two full matches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you know, it's not. It's not like you need to do so much testing with these two particular decks because they're already such known quantities. That's true. Although, like, I think a big part of these early tournaments is just going to be like tuning one to beat the other. Mm. You know. Yeah. So, 
Like, I don't know how much tuning there is to be done for mono red against Teamer. Like, I don't know what, like, you just kind of, <laughs> the deck is auto-built, right? A lot of it is auto-built. I think there's, like, maybe four slots that are, like, yeah. quote-unquote flex slots. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, three or four Hazard and, like, do you want to play Chandra main deck? Yeah. At four. Um, I think I think you want Hazard in this deck because, you want four Hazards because this is the reason to play the deck. That's true, it is. Yeah. But, like, it, I don't know. It can be really, really bad, like, yeah. a lot of the time. Like, it gives you the worst possible draws of your whole deck if you have multiple Hazards. True. As well. Um, like, I don't know. Obviously, like, you can get rid of that a little bit with Hazard itself and with yeah. Bowman Courier discarding extra Hazards as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. Like, I saw if there was a 5L list yesterday that ran three and then the fourth one in the sideboard. Yeah. Which could be something to consider. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah whereas like, you're not, you're saying that there's not much, um, tuning you can do, tuning you can do for Red, whereas, like, Teamer has lots of space to tuning. You can yeah, Teamer has like, so <laughs> yeah. many things that I can yeah, do. Yeah, like, exactly. So, Skeletor Sons and, yeah, and then, like, Green of Ambition and, yeah, yeah, and that's, that's, that's like some that. more deck, and then I bring it in. I bring it starting off with four virtuosos in the main. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Virtuoso is such a huge brick wall to yeah. to red. And then we were saying that uh, that uh, bristling hydra is as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really good. Yeah, yeah bristling hydra, you just can't get around it. Yeah, no, there's nothing, yeah. nothing you can do really. Yeah, no, and then when red stops, when red stops attacking, that's when you're okay, starting to fall behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of the red lists at the moment are running four harness or four lightning strike and three braid. Honestly, like if I was cutting a Hazard, like a big reason to do so would be to have a fourth Abrade in the deck, just because like being able to answer like a turn two Cub when they already have two energy, yeah. or like a Hydra, uh, whenever you get the opportunity, or kill an Aethersphere Harvester. Yeah, the Aethersphere like, Harvester is a big one. Yeah. yeah, they're all such important issues for Mono Red that I feel like going up to the fourth Abrade might just be correct because like yeah. you can just auto lose once if they play one of those things and you don't have yeah. an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the other hand, do you think that a teamer should main board something to deal with Hazard? Or is that um, worthwhile? What can it? What's there? Uh, confiscation. Well, I don't know if you've got black. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in the black. Um, well, you have to be at the black pretty... Oh no, so Doomfall. Yeah, so I, I, I was playing one Doomfall in the main. and it's something Well, like, that, usually the, there's gonna, they're going to have other stuff on the board, right? Yeah. 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 Well, you can, you're, you're, you're probably sitting back and removing their threats. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I think your, match is already, your matchup's already good, game one. <coughs> yeah, I think so too, yeah. yeah. So I don't think you need to. Yeah, and it's so bad against other decks, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, what's so bad? Like it, just including an answer to Hazard oh, okay, or whatever right. in your main deck. Right. Yeah, well, Doomfall's not that bad actually, because like if you're playing against like yeah, I mean it's pretty good. Against yeah, that's yeah. And even just, just the information in your hand is yeah, is huge. Because not, not to get yourself blown out by um the what's it called? Like not sure what's about here. Uh, <laughs> Wrath to Exile. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I mean, the, but like, there's ways to like justify putting any card in the main deck and think of situations where it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it'd it be modal. It's like, you know, if, if one situation's not good, it could be good in different situations. Yeah, yeah like, but it's like, neither of those modes is your default plan in game one as a teamer deck. You want to just like yeah, play a creature on turn three and be yeah. attacking them. True. Yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah, think it's a good card for teamer in the main deck, yeah, personally. Yeah, it would, like, it'd be the same kind of argument that you would make against like Duress. In the main yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which I mean, is now another sideboard option for Teamer. If, if yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, pretty hilarious. Yeah. Well, is it though? I, I like Spell Pierce more though. I like them. I would prefer them to spend the mana. I mean, you just probably have a lot more blue sources, so that's why I prefer yeah. Spell Pierce. Like, I like Duress is like if you can't consistently cast it early, and then it can be a very bad top deck sometimes. I feel like that's maybe not the deck for it. Yeah. Yeah. What do we think of Harsh Scrutiny now? 
Uh, I think it's good. I think it's a good card. If there's it's a deck, good answer to Scarab God. It's a good answer to like. Hazard. A lot of problematic yeah. cards in the format. Trying yeah. Bristling Hydra. Bristling Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. Even Longtooth Cub. If you just play it on turn one, take the <laughs> Cub. That could like rip their whole game. Yeah. Sometimes around. we're like, oh, I already, already hit this hand because I had a Cub and a play, and then uh, did he get away? Yeah. Yep. A Carnage Tyrant. Yeah, it's like literally one of the only ways to deal with Carnage Tyrant. Yeah. God. Or Doomful. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, what do you, what do you guys think of Carnage Tyrant? Do you think it deserves the the price tag that it's kind of at now? It's a very expensive card at the moment. It's probably the most expensive yeah. I think in the set, right? Uh, I think yeah. yeah. What is it? Fifteen euro or something? Something like that. Yeah. If it hasn't gone up because that was a few days ago, I checked. Yeah. Uh, I think it's overpriced and it'll go down. I don't think. More of a sideboard card. Uh, it might be a main deck card in in the future. At the moment, I don't really even know what matchup I would bring it in for. Well, I think like all the Dinos decks are playing it. What Dinos decks, though? Well, people are making these red-green Dino decks that they think are going to be good. I don't know if they're good, but I've people played are like, certainly trying them. Yeah. I've played like 20 matches on Magic Online. I haven't seen... I, I played against one Dinosaur deck, and that was when I was 0-2 in a friendly league. Uh -huh. And they only had basic lands, I think, in their deck. Okay. Yeah. I think that's where Dino <laughs> decks are at. Okay. I could Fair be totally enough. wrong, but no one's playing it that I've seen online. I think Jerry Adams. No, not Jerry Adams. Adams? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jerry Adams is playing it. <laughs> Jerry. Well, if Jerry Adams is playing it, come on. <laughs> we were saying that Jerry Thompson was uh, was very very high. He's saying yeah. he's better than Teamer. He was. Yeah, I don't understand yeah, where well, that yeah. came from. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Thompson's a funny man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pro Tour champion. Like we can't, we can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's obviously a much better player and deck builder than any of the three of us. Sure. So, like. There's got to be something there. At one point. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's he's very smart. So like, there's got to be something there. But I just haven't. No one's given me a reason to believe yeah. it's a thing yet. Basically, mm -hmm. like I feel like the dinosaurs. Uh, like, what's stopping you from just picking the good ones and just putting them in a teamer deck instead? Yeah, I, I think I think that's what's going to sure, happen. Yeah, like yeah, Ripjaw Raptor, Ripjaw Raptor or or even Regisaur Alpha. If you want, I think Glorybringer is just better than Regisaur Alpha. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Glorybringer is better. Um, you could also just put Carnage Tyrant in your teamer deck if you want. Sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You have so many green sources. And yeah. like, I lost to uh, the scavenging dinosaur ooze out of oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. out of teamer and at like course, scavenger. Glory. Yeah, like that was very good against yeah. me. It's pretty decent to gain life. Gains life and it takes your Earthshaker counters out of your yard. Oh yeah, so yeah. it's actually a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, I feel like all the dinosaurs, if they're good enough to be played in standard. For the most part, they're probably just gonna see play in whatever green creature deck is around at the time, rather okay. than like yeah. having like what like savage savage stomp and communal dinosaurs are like very good cards, obviously, but like yeah. I don't think they're enough to like give up playing the good teamer cards. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's like I think like another payoff is like the the mana dorks yeah for dinosaurs. Then you get to get um what's it called the the two two called the the one that comes with tree tree when you have a dinosaur. Yeah, uh, but like I don't know what he's called. Herd caller, something herd caller. Uh, caller of the something. Yeah, yeah. The, the dinosaur. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, I think it's like it, your your choices between that and and servant of conduit. Yeah, and servant of conduit to in the team deck, servant to switches on some of the other cards. True. You know, let, mm. lets you get in with an extra counter on your your uh, pull or whatever, and yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it's it, when, when you're going when you're going deep. It, it's in a way, it's like your choice between going deep into the energy synergies. In the energy deck, or deep in the dino synergies in the dino deck, mm. and I think experiences just showed us that the, the, the energy uh, synergies has a far bigger payoff. Mm. You know, when your harness lightnings can kill you know, six sixes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Harness yeah. lightning is just too good to pass up. Yeah, feels really good when somebody like casts a register alpha, mm. and then like they go to combat or they they want to go to combat, and you're like, yeah. no, first main, kill it with the harness lightning. Yeah, they don't even get the haste off the. 
Great. Yeah, like they're left with a 3 3. I don't know. Yeah, Glorybringer <laughs> is just so good right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, Glorybringer is going to come in and take their best blocker. Yeah, yeah. And you got, you're either going to get it, you're either going to get, get in there with everything else, or you've got a card, a two for one. Yeah, when they go back to remove your, your Glorybringer, then so it's. Yeah, I think th- I think that's why basically a lot of the teamer decks I've been playing against on Magical Line just like aren't even splashing black for Scarab God because yeah. like Glorybringer is just so dominant right now. Mm. Uh, yeah. that, like Avacyn is gone for one thing, Grasp of Darkness is gone. Yeah, uh, like Glorybringer is incredibly hard to deal with mm-hmm. and just wins games on its own like a lot more than it did before rotation. Yeah, that's so actually yeah, that's yeah. that's that's probably another reason why Unlicensed might be a big a bigger player again. Yeah, it's that's true. Probably the best instant speed to deal with almost anything. Yeah spell that we have at the moment yeah but like yeah i was thinking just speaking of Glorybringer, like it might be better just for, to have your default red build be like the previously sideboarded bigger version where you just have your glory bringers and stuff like that yeah uh yeah. I, I feel like that might be better at the moment because you were also, saying that you didn't like the chandras i don't like them in the main when i'm also when i'm just running them with all the one drops with the, okay and stuff. with the fast version yeah okay, right. yeah i think that might be better mm. in kind of the slower version mm. i think so like so soul scar mage is just not very good as a i like soul scar mage a lot it's been very good for me but then also it's just been very bad it's also like a top deck that like doesn't have haste to get in for so, the somebody damage. was somebody was playing i was playing against like a dino deck online and i had soul scar mage mm. and they just kept fighting Oh, well, they shouldn't do that. Not yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, your guy has counters now. Yeah. Not like now that. I can attack past him. That's great. I was like, they were killing my stuff mm. when they were doing it, but I had more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sand Strangler has been really good for me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sand Strangler is good. Like, that might be a main deck card in Maybe, Kavu, yeah. if there's a big red type deck. Flame Tongue Kavu. Yeah, it's what? just great. Flame Tongue Marowak. What is it? What is that? Sand Strangler? What, what Pokemon does it look like? Sand Slash? Sand Slash. Sand Slash. Ah, there you go. Yeah. There we go. Um, okay, so shall we move on to our tournament report? Yeah, yes, sure. we shall. So again, we'll have more to report in the coming weeks on Standard as we will be bet into said format. Yes. Um, so, um, pre-release, I suppose, is my yep. tournament report. Uh, had a great time. It was fun. Everybody very happy with all their pirates and things. I opened a, a lovely deck, a lovely black-green deck with Vraska. Um, I opened Vraska and Vana, Butcher of McGann. It was a ridiculous pool. Wasn't able to splash for white though, so I was uh, I was black green splashing red for the um, charging monstrosaur mm. and yeah. the sword tooth guy, raging sword tooth. I think it's called. It's so, the five five trample pings everything for one when it comes. Oh out. yeah, yeah. yeah. So splashing red for those two guys. Um, went three two in the end. One of my losses was to this man sitting across me the table from me here. Crushed him. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Do you want to hear how big about my <laughs> Jesus Christ? That's a t- Do you want to hear about how big my paladin my paladin got? Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty great. It should have been one bigger though. Ah, it's right, yeah. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't matter in the end, but yeah. it was a uh, yeah. So I was black white vampires when I was playing against uh, David Wolf. Uh, you had the green keeper, and the yes. green keeper pumped some, so pumped something up to an eight eight. Yes. Then uh, he attacked the eight eight. I was on three life, so so it was an eight eight trample. Yeah, eight eight trample, and I, I so it was it was like a fairly stalled board at this point. Yeah, I was on four life. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna have to. I, I was just I had to throw my whole board in front of it. Yeah, uh, and I won white. I won uh, planes open. Yeah, and a blue craze paladin in my hand. Yeah, so blue craze like, paladin is the one on a black for a one on a flash and enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter for each creature that died this turn. Yeah, so I think I first thing oh, I had to manage to cast this, but I have to try everything in front of this uh, creature so I don't yeah. die. So one of the creatures that was that died was a. Uh, I did, as I was making the box, I was like, oh my god, this is yeah. going to happen because one of them was a two one. The two one that makes a treasure. So then uh, a total of 
five creatures side. Yeah. Actually six. We missed the fact that the, the, the keeper, the exotic keeper sacked has to itself. sack itself. To so six it creatures side, yeah. And it turned flash in seven seven. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. I was, was like, God nice. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, I was yeah. left at like a three three on board or something yeah. like that. Yeah, then I removed it. But anyway. That card um, is sweet. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah. Very cool. I mean it at, you know, pretty much the base scenario for it is a two mana three three flash. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, like nothing nothing too crazy to report from the pre release, not too competitive, you know, you know yourself. Yeah. Um mm. but uh had some good games. Game, round one I lost as well was against a, a deck that played the Angrats Marauders, the, the seven oh, yeah. mana four four that doubles all all damage that's oh, yeah. from sources you control. I killed it I think I think twice in one game or three times in one game. He had a he had March of the Drowned, which mm. is the thing that's like black yeah. bring back two pirates. Or bring back one creature. Yeah. And he got back like so he never had he never had seven mana to cast the Angrats Marauders. He cast it the first time he cast the Prosperous Pirates on turn five and then cast mm-hmm. the Marauders again next turn off the treasure. And then March of the Drown after I killed them both, March of the Drown bring them both back, do it again. Yeah. That's so great. I was like, Well, yeah, can't <laughs> <win>. <laughs> um, it was great though. Yeah. One of my MVPs was a uh, Ruthless Knave. That's a oh yeah, it's that, a, that card is a real under the radar. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a card as well. Yeah, I've made a bit of these. It's like another creature control to make uh, two treasures. Yeah, it costs uh, two and a black. Two and a black, yeah. Um, and you, you can sacrifice three and another abilities you know, for free. Sacrifice three treasures to draw a card. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like sometimes like what ended up happening a lot was uh, an opponent would tap out top five mana to play the removal spell. Targeting one of my creatures. That's what's the removal. It's whatever it is. Three black black. Yeah, contract killing. Yeah, contract killing. So it's a yeah, destroyed our creature. Uh, you create two treasure, two treasures. So I was like, well, I'd say, well, this creature's going to die, but I'm going to keep the treasure. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was pretty sweet. I will. I shall steal your yeah. payment. <laughs> yeah, and then I've been able to go off the tokens. Uh, so like, you can take that two one that one dies makes a treasure. So killing that with 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 Truce with the snave. Yeah, let's actually draw a card. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty nice. After after before damage and stuff, and yeah, uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of pretty cool stuff you can do with that card, and you know, in in the right deck, it can just act like an engine. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. in sealed when things are going long. I've seen it being used in black white tokens in standard. Oh really? Because if you have anointed procession, it makes four four treasure every time Ooh, yes. you sacrifice cool. a creature. So then you're getting a draw card. You're netting mm. a mana plus you get to draw a card if you want. Oh God, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's could awesome. Be a, could be a little. Uh, A-Tog. A-Tog? Yeah, Ravenous Intruder. Yeah. A-Tog. <laughs> should play Revel in Rituals, right? Yeah, no, sure. yeah. Why not? Just yeah. win the game in the spot if you're already yeah. in black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Marionette Master. Sacrifice all your treasure and do 20 damage or whatever. Yeah. Eamon Sharpson's got a brew going on with that. Oh, really? We might see it soon. Oh, looking forward to it. Yeah, looking yeah, forward yeah. to it. Nice. He loves his Mardu colors. He does, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Mardu colors. I think it's Grixis this one. Oh, Grixis. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Pirates. Um, yeah, do you have a terminal report to report? Not just your drafts, I suppose. Uh, not really. Yeah, I've just been drafting them, um, okay. but I've, I've talked about that enough already. Yeah. I think. Okay. So. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. We move on to our deck of the week. It is red. Boom. Red. Yeah. red. Do you want to give us your your exact list if you can remember? Yep. Yeah, so I pretty much have the eight one drops, four souls car mage, four bowman courier, four shocks, uh, no magma spray in the main. Then two drops. We got four earthshaker kenra, three carry zev. Uh, are there more two drops than that on the deck? No, well, there's uh, there's four Lightning Strike and three Abrades. Then on three drops, we just have the four Ancrap, Ancrap <laughs> Fracture. I knew I was going to mess that up. Uh, and then four drops, there's four Hazaret, two Chandra in the main, which uh, yeah. I'm a little bit unsure about. Then on the sideboard, I had two Chandra's Defeat for the Mirror and for Killing Glorybringer, basically. 
uh, two magma spray for the mirror, and sometimes bring it in against teamer. I don't know. I'm unsure about it. Sometimes I just mm -hmm. feel like I need extra ways to kill long toast cubs on turn yeah. two. Yeah. Um, and then I had two Vance's blasting cannons and three glory bringers uh, if, to transition into the bigger version. Uh, four sand stranglers against mid range decks. Four sand stranglers. Or sorry, not four. Two. Okay. Two sand stranglers against mid range decks. I was also bringing them in against blue white approach. Uh, post board because they Caracal. yeah they have oh, regal yeah. caracal you can just kill the 3-3 three, three and it stops uh, what else does it do not very much it's just another beater well, you just yeah, need more yeah, creatures yeah. Uh, and then I had two rampaging ferocidon as well mm. uh, which I is good against approach stops them gaining life uh, and it's another beater and I managed to bring it in once when I played against the black white tokens hidden stockpile deck <laughs> which absolutely destroyed them yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, I, can, I can imagine that one yeah um, and I think that's the entire sideboard. You got like a mountain? Did you have mountain? Uh, no, I just had 24 lands okay. on the main. Because okay. mm -hmm. uh, I feel like, I don't know, having the land in the side is just really awkward, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, um, so, so, like, it's good that the deck can make use of the lands in the main as yeah, well. Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. things here. How do you feel about the Vance's Blasting Cannons? Uh, it was, like, it's been good when I brought it in. streams of Brennan DeCandio, and he was playing... I want to say he was playing Crix Improvise mm -hmm. and he had that in the sideboard and he was, mm -hmm. kept bringing it in against Teamer and just kept getting stuck in his hand forever. Oh, really? okay. yeah. yeah, I can see that. I, I quite liked it. Um, but I can see... I'm not really sure on it, to be honest. Like, maybe a third Tran Chandra is just better than the the first Vance's Blasting Cannons. Mm. Like, that could very, very likely be the case. Chandra at least consistently does damage every turn if you, yeah. if you need her mm -hmm. to. Whereas Vance's Blasting Cannons can... Yeah, be kind of kind of awkward. Sometimes it can just be a blank, and at that stage of the game, it can actually be a little bit awkward to play three spells in a turn if you need yeah, to as well. Yeah, because yeah, the hand is probably it. empty. Yeah, you kind of need to save up your spells each turn. Yeah, uh, but overall, I haven't been too impressed with my build of the deck. So the changes I'm considering are taking Chandra out of the main, uh, possibly uh, to add a fourth abraid. Okay. Um, maybe one or two Captain Lannery Storm. I haven't tried that card yet, and I feel that like that could be very good. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm playing Captain Lannery Storm, I can maybe also cut a land or put a land in the sideboard, since I'll, I'll be more consistently getting to four mana. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not. I'm not too sure about that card yet. It seems like it's pretty good, and I feel like if I play Captain Lannery Storm, I could also maybe play a Magma Spray or two in the main just to have extra turn three attacks where I also get to cast a removal spell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of interested in trying that card uh, or then the alternate version like I said earlier was just taking out the Soul Scar Mages entirely and bringing in just like you know glory bringers in the main and playing a fourth of Braid I think as but, I um, said what do you think about the what do, we, what do you think about the uh, Beaumont Couriers then are they kind of left a bit out in the cold <sighs> they kind of are but that card is just so good it is very good yeah. if it's just sitting there getting cards under it for yeah. ages like I also you don't hate have to top it I also hate the fact that with Soul Scar Mage specifically as your other one drop, in the games where like you have both of them in your hand, you kind of want to play the Soul Scar Mage turn one, so, yeah. you, so you can start getting damage in with it earlier. Yeah. But that also means that you have one less card under your Bowmat Courier. True. Yeah. And yeah. it just it just feels super awkward to not ha have your other one drop have haste. Yeah. Uh, but there's no real option for that. So. Yeah. Or at least like before when you had. You had well, you had Village Messenger that has haste, but also Falcon Rock Gorger. At least you're kind of getting paid off by the fact that it has two power instead yeah, of one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. and you can uh, 
you know, do something with madness vampires that I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Violet or no, Scarlet Hazaret and then Scarlet, Violet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, corner case. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that sounds pretty much like the, the version of the deck that I had as well. Uh, also, another option could be Rigging Runner. I don't know if that's very good. In my, in my experience, it hasn't been very yeah. good. Sometimes it can be great. Like, for example, like with the, the version I had had 10 one drops, so two Rigging Runner. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it's like if you play, if you can manage to play a Bomac or your turn one attack, and then turn two attack again, mm-hmm. or whatever one drop, and then turn two attack, and then play two Rigging Runners. Yeah. Or even just one. No, yeah. It's very, very good because a 2 2 first strike is quite good, even on turn two. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you're dropping it on turn one, it's very quite bad. Like, yeah. yeah. A 1 1 first strike is just not, yeah. not, not good enough. It's not really a thing, no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Carry Zev has been kind of underwhelming for me in the matchups I've played against Teamer. It's very good in the mirror, which is probably a strong consideration to keep it in because mm-hmm. uh, there is quite a bit of the mirror running around. Although, it might just be, it might just be not good enough if. Uh, Teamer, teamer is over, overwhelming, overwhelmingly popular. True. Yeah, so I'm not too sure on the build the, for the deck going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll try both versions. Uh, I kind of just want to see what the big red version is like, though, because I feel like people will misplay against you game one as well when they just don't realize that they're not under that much pressure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, you know, they'll hold stuff back when they don't need to and give you time to, like, get out your Chandra into Glorybringer. Yeah, whatever. yeah, they'll play suboptimally against yeah. what you're yeah. bringing to the board. Um, yeah, cool. I, we're, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of data on it this weekend because it seems to me that if I were going to a tournament, I would play one of these two decks, probably Teamer, but these two are the obvious decks. Yeah. So I think we're going to get a lot of information about this this weekend. I think Approach, too, is like up is, there. is kind of up there. Yeah, I don't know about how the Teamer matchup is now after rotation, but... Yeah, I don't know how the red matchup is to be honest. Like Teamer is probably easier because you have like fumigate and settle the wreckage. Yeah, yeah. like so I, the, you I don't you're not yeah. under quite as much pressure. I think they're probably f- maybe slightly favored post board. Like they, it seems like they're playing four regal caracal and they're also playing um, slash of talons. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is an awful Field card name. Yeah, it's yeah. so terrible. It's a terrible card also. <laughs> yeah, it's a really bad card. But they're <laughs> they're playing it and it's good against red. So I was playing that deck yesterday and I had to double. Slash of Talons, a Winding Constrictor on turn three. Oh my three. god. Oh my god. That was awful. Like, awful. if you just get to think that the red red card, red decks just get to play Shock, and you have to play, like, Situational yeah, yeah. Shock. Situational Shock. Yeah. It's so bad. That would be a good Magic card now. Situational Shock. That's yeah. a great name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a card with uh, Fubble Top on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I mean, maybe Teamer is, is favoured post-board against uh, Approach because they have access to just negates, maybe some Teamer paying for negates. Yeah, it's and then, pierces, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then typically, like, even though you probably take out your braids or your magma sprays, but you leave in Harness Lightning just in case. So yeah. when they play Regal Caracal, it's not like you're, like, it's not like you're, oh my god, my removal's gone. You know, you're, still, you're still keeping your magma sprays mm-hmm. or your, your Harness Lightning because Harness Lightning kills everything. Yeah. And, the, and they have authority of the consoles against yeah. Braids as well. Yeah. Just brutal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too hot on red, but I'm I'm gonna keep trying it for a little while longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I think it's for a while definitely. Yeah. Um, one thing that I just wanted to mention before we finish up here is uh, search for Azcanta. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a card that's been steadily going up in price. Yeah, it's really really good. Everybody should play with it in their life. It is very good. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Have, you, have you guys played with it at all? I played against it and while playing as mono red, and it feels like that card should be like very dirty and not do anything against mono yeah. red, but it actually like. Probably got my opponent kind of yeah. there fast enough. Sometimes yeah. it actually accidentally ramps you up to 
turns on your hook. Yeah. You're just like, oh, oh, I can do this to turn faster than I want, than I was, <laughs> was planning to be able yeah. to. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. yeah. It's so, so weird. Good. Yeah. It's so, so, so good. Yeah. The it's only like land up, throw it on the graveyard. The only flip lands I've lost to so far are that one and the white one out of the black yeah, white deck. Yeah. Which the white one is kind of crazy. I think that might be a yeah. good pick up in the first couple leagues. I don't think it's too expensive at the moment. So No, it's quite cheap. I made a severe mistake in that match where I could have not let it flip. I could have killed one of his tokens or something pre-combat okay. and not let it flip. But I just thought like, oh, I think I'm far enough ahead. I don't think it matters mm. if he flips this. Uh, and it turned out... You were wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> made the game go on like 10 turns longer. Yeah, okay. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. So don't let that happen. <laughs> That's my advice. <laughs> And okay. mono, mono red, not the best at killing enchantments either. So yeah, true. no, yeah, yeah. All right, with that sage advice, that's going to do it from us this week. Um, you can find us on Skullcrack uh, at, at Skullcrack on Twitter, mm-hmm. Skullcrack at, uh, at Gmail, Skullcrack Podcast at, at Gmail dot com. Yes. Yes. Please email us. Yes. Yeah, Great. give us some. Give us an L email. Yeah, we'll, we'll read it out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll. Um, Unless it's vulgar, yeah. or you, or you, you know, talk bad about. Yeah, you're just saying yeah. that we're terrible. Yeah. I like reading email. Yeah, so never yeah. used to read me in tweets. That's yeah, that's the thing. We'd right? read it out in a very condescending voice though. We certainly would, yeah. 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 So if if you want to hear that, <laughs> yeah. Email us Um thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music. Uh, you can get his details in the show notes. Um and that's gonna be it for this yeah. week. Alright, see you later guys. Thanks for listening. Bye bye bye. Before that, we talked about That's dinosaurs. Yes. So uh, yeah. So this time we're going to talk about uh, the, everyone's next favorite tribe of Ixalan. Humans. No. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you'd say, Scouts. "What's that, Merfolk?" All right, let's talk about Merfolk. So, what do you know about Merfolk? Um, it's very easy. This is it. I feel like uh, I, I was looking up. So you're asking about mermaids he, or what? Well, no, no, let's just say if we say mermaids. All right. All right. I know. Okay. That, no, sorry. That's sirens. Um, they live in the water. Yes. And they have fish bodies. Yeah. So and, and they actually they kind of uh, yeah, aerial. Sorry. Yeah. Aerial. They're oh, speaking of aerial. Here's lots of information about the little mermaid who <laughs> who's probably the most famous mermaid. Indeed. Or dare I say the only famous mermaid? <laughs> I don't think there's any other famous mermaids. Kapala warding away. Doesn't quite cut it. The next big star. So yeah. uh, little mermaid was a story written by Hans Christian. Anderson, yes. um, and uh, so I, mean, I, I never realized it's it's probably based on the mythology of mermaids, but it's an actual just original story. Oh, is it? They wrote, yeah. Oh, so, okay. So um, I, it's it's just you, you know much about the real, the original story. Everyone knows the everyone knows about the Disney, the Disney one. Yeah. I don't know, but I know all Hans Christian Andersen stories are are like sexual euphemisms. Yeah. yeah, this, yeah so that, I'm imagining this one probably yeah, is as well. This, yeah. this is sexual euphemisms with lots of uh, Christian symbolism in it too. Yeah. So okay. here we go. You ready for for some excitement? Yeah. So it's it's very different from the Disney version. Okay. So, well, where it, does, where it is similar, it starts off, Ariel uh, has five older sisters. Okay. Uh, mermaids, when they reach a certain age, sort of go to the surface. So her sisters would be up to the surface and they're kind of bragging about how great the surface is to their little sister. 
together. Okay. The mermaids are like, oh, we go, we, we go, we find sailors lost at sea, and we sing to them about what life is like under the sea. So they're all like, and then they fucking drown them. So they're like, go. Oh, yeah. Well, they're taking them better to where it's better it's down where it's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is better. Down. Yeah. So the resistors are bragging to, to Ariel about how they drown oh, sailors. Yeah, this is this is the story. This, oh my god! Every, everything from this point forward is true okay, in the yeah. story. So true. That happens. Sorry. So Ariel. So when Ariel reaches, Wait, hold on. Is Flounder is Flounder in this story? No, no. Is Sebastian? No. Oh my god! No, it's the worst thing ever. And, okay, and, and Ursula is not even Ursula. She's just a sea witch. Ah, she doesn't have a she doesn't have tentacles or a cool number. You know, mm. um, cool number like a song. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. That that's what songs are called, musicals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Numbers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does she have uh, her, her, her two eels? No, no, no. I don't think so. No, no. Okay, that's uh, Disney creation. Yeah. Fair enough, okay, yeah. continue. Yeah. Even so, though, create, creative license. Yeah, this, Everything fun for the movie is... This is now relevant because yeah. all the good stuff's not there. <laughs> Basically, okay, continue. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Ariel goes up when she reaches the right age and she falls in love with a prince. Eric. Uh, actually, his name is not Eric, he's just a prince. Andrew. Um, whatever, yeah. Okay. Okay, just a dude, a prince dude. <laughs> she falls in love with him, um, and then he, he drowns or something, I can't remember. Okay. Uh, then she, rec- she rescues <laughs> him. not important. She, rescu- she, she rescues him, okay. and she drops him off at a local temple, uh, and she leaves him. Then uh, A know, local he, temple under the sea? No, or? it's on, 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 okay. on the surface, on the surface, right, yeah. Right, so, okay. uh, uh, so then he gets in some, I don't know, some girl who works at the temple, kind of... Uh, uh, kind of takes him in, kind of brings him back to health, okay. and the whole time he thinks that she's the one who saved him. The well, girl, the, the girl, the girl in the temple. temple. Yeah, okay. well, it was Ar- actually Ariel. So Ariel is all distraught over this. She goes and visits the sea witch, and she's like, "Hey, sea witch, I want, I want some legs, so I can go, you know, fall in love with this guy." And the sea witch, who is Ursula, or in this case, just a sea witch, she's like, yeah. "All right, you know." Um, so in the in the in, in the Disney movie, Ursula gave. Uh, Ariel a potion that made her right. gave her legs in uh-huh. exchange for her voice, oh, yeah, which yeah. is similar to this. But in this, in the original story, it was ex- in exchange for her tongue. So yeah, uh, they actually uh, cut her tongue out, uh, uh, and then she gave her this, this potion that you know gives you legs. Uh-huh. Um, another thing is like you need to get me one of those. <laughs> so, I usually drink potions to take away my legs. Oh, <laughs> 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 does this potion also make you feel like you have a sword passing through your body? What? Because this one does, oh, which wow. is which is a really strange detail to Euphemism. add. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that's even in there. Um, so, so, so the thing about mermaids is that when mermaids die, how would you how would you know what a sword passing through your body feels like? Uh, yeah, that's like, I mean, you would very briefly know in some circles. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. but you wouldn't be able to compare it to a later experience. No, yeah, there would be no later experiences. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of it. A lot of it is very questionable. <laughs> okay, uh, something that's very dark is that when mermaids die, they don't have a soul. So when they die, they turn into sea foam. They oh, just right. dissolve into sea foam. Okay, whereas yeah, soul are a different type of fish. So. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, speaking of souls, humans have souls, and it's all this comes in with whole Christian symbolism. Or Christian, what's the word? Uh, yeah, symbolism. Or, yeah. or, or uh, Symbol. subtext. And it's okay, all like yeah, uh, humans yeah. are, have immortal souls, and humans are great, and they right, live forever okay. and ever. So it's like yeah. uh, mermaids are shit, they turn to foam. Humans are great. So, uh, so Z-Witch gives Ariel this, uh, this potion that feels yeah. like a sword being passed through her body. Uh-huh. Uh, she also says, oh, you'll get legs, and you'll also be able to dance like no human's ever seen you dance before. Okay. Which is good, but every step she takes will feel like she's standing on knives. That's not good. That's not a good deal. <laughs> I wouldn't terrible. take that. So she drinks First you get the sword, and then you yeah. get the knives. What's know. this about? But you get legs. I don't know. So, That's not good. So Ariel I'd drinks the, the fish tail. So she, they cut out Ariel's song. She drinks the potion, goes up to the, goes up to the land, she falls in love with the prince. The prince, so she, so she meets the prince, but she can't speak. Mm-hmm. And every step she takes feels like walking on daggers or knives, okay. or whatever. Uh, then the prince meets her, and the prince, and the prince is just an absolute dick because, like, 
he's a he 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 starts treat he 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 doesn't fall over her, but he kind of takes her in. He treats her like a pet, like she sleeps at the end of his bed. Uh, he makes her dance all the time, <laughs> even though even though each step is like agonizing for her. Well, she, she can't communicate. That. He can't communicate. Yeah, that's, that's that's probably part of it. Like, okay. uh, he's just there, you know, clapping, watching her dance, and she's like there in agony. Um, he, this is super dark. Yeah, he keeps on explaining to her what life is like under the ocean. Which is like, he he, he does, yeah. Okay. So, like, I, I've been... <laughs> Sings the song several times. Yeah. It's quite yeah. annoying. Like, I'm, I'm guilty of my fair share of mansplaining, but I've never explained to a mermaid what life is like under the ocean. Okay. It's pretty oh, yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, and then he ends up marrying uh, the girl from the temple. Alright, well, I mean, can't blame her for that. Yeah, that's, not, yeah that's right. She's just oh, right, 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 right place at the right no, time. No, but he thinks that's the girl who saved him, though. I yeah, but that, that like, doesn't mean you marry her. You can blame her, actually, I guess, because she's keeping up this ruse that she did, in fact, save him, right? Oh, yeah, maybe. yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. And actually, and, and this is something that in the Disney movie, uh, Ursula turns into a woman. And the whole thing is that, sorry, the important thing is that uh, if Ariel fails to fall in love with, fa- fails to marry the prince, no, wait, hang on, if, if the prince marries someone else, as part of this, so one of the clauses of the potion, yeah. uh, if uh, he marries someone else, the next morning Ariel will turn to Sifo. Oh. So she's, like, trying to win him over okay and uh, and, and where, whereas he's already fallen in love with this other girl whereas in the Disney the, the Disney version had a premise similar to that okay that Ursula disguised herself as a woman to try win Eric over and that okay. was like a cool like it was like conflict mm. so whereas his sister's done that it's like oh, he was, he's already in love he makes Ariel dance at his wedding night uh, even though every uh, every footstep uh, pings her with agony, agony. Yeah. they go to bed she's all like oh this is shit what I do then her five sisters emerge from the, from the ocean they all have no hair because they exchange their hair for, with, with the sea witch exchange their hair for a dagger what is she doing with all this hair <laughs> yeah, and all these like, tongues <laughs> she's making some kind of uh, what's the word uh, there's a fancy word for this. Well, she obviously has an excess of legs, right? Because she's handing out legs really nearly. <laughs> That's true. So, she, like, but she's not the octopus version. She's just a normal person. She's uh, just doing that thing where, like, you trade up from a paperclip to a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, all yeah. It is. Body, yeah. She's going from, like, legs yeah. to tongues to, yeah, okay. Here, the punchline of that thing is a guy yeah, traded paperclip, like, I think through 10 trades, went from a paperclip to a house. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, travel all over for these trades. And the joke is that, well, he could have bought a house for Detroit and just skipped all your steps. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyway, yeah, well, she, then you'd have to live in Detroit. Yeah, so, so the sea witch is, uh, she, whatever, simulacrum she's making of all these bits. Okay. We don't really hear much more of her. So the sisters give Ariel this dagger and say, if you go to the prince's room and kill him, you'll be a mermaid again. And it'll be like, this never happened. And uh, Ariel's like, yes, great. Okay. She goes, it's like a reset button for like, I don't know, it's like the end of an episode of a sitcom or whatever. Yeah. Like reset, everything goes back to normal. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she goes up, but she sees how in love the prince is. So the prince is asleep with his newly wed wife. Uh-huh. Uh, she sees how in love they are. And Ariel says, I can't do this. So she throws herself out the window and then she tur- lands into the sea and the sun rises and she turns into sea foam. That's the story. Now, that's actually not the story. So I feel like it would make sense if it ended there. Okay. But then if you look at the original manuscript of Hannah Christian Anderson's uh, original, the original version that, that they wrote, um, it's like there's like a paragraph like kind of jammed onto the end like kind of scribbled in mm. and this last paragraph was like oh and then Ariel's soul went up into the sky and she met with the daughters of the wind and the daughters of the wind said if you do good deeds for the next 300 years your soul will live on for eternity oh okay which is okay. definitely if she earned ending in there it's like I know it's so like, like she was, earned a soul or something oh uh, yeah yeah like, I don't know yeah, it's definitely like, a yeah. poochie poochie <laughs> 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 my people need me yeah <laughs> 
yeah. yeah. That's the first known example of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As the, the, the birth of directly inspired by Little Mermaid. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I was disappointed with the original. Usually the original version is better than the movie, but uh, this usually do better adaptations. Wow. I got it. That's one of the worst children's stories I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. an apt assessment. I think, I think you know when it's bad when you think, you know what, I prefer if she turned into Seafoam at the end. Yeah. It's like, I feel like the story would make sense as a tragedy in that way. But like he's not even he's not even going all in on the grim fairy tale thing. Yeah. It's like he's chicken net at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And there's no. Is there any lesson? Uh, um, don't trade your tongue for legs. Don't, yeah. Don't make don't. a deal with the devil. I suppose it's sort of Faustian. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I feel like there was a lot. Most of the elements of the story didn't really. Don't really, yeah, don't really understand result. why anybody did anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great criticism of the story. Don't know why anyone did anything. That's just like why I felt about this week's magic story. That's a different round. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Also written yeah. by Hans Christian Andersen. <laughs> <laughs> and also involves mermaids stabbing each other in the face. Yeah, oh, really? Okay, can't wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm really looking forward to vampires next week. Oh, yeah. um, okay, so that's going to be it from us. Bye. Cool. See ya. Bye-bye.